Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. Today, we're talking about defining a successful blowjob in your marriage. But before we get to that, I want to remind you all that we are now in November. So I want you to mark your calendars for One Extraordinary Marriage's Cyber Monday sale. Sign up for our newsletter at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash newsletter to be notified. You'll get our 77 questions to get the conversation started just for signing up plus exclusive discounts and more. So we're talking about defining a successful blowjob in your marriage. And you guys know I love to start off the show with a quote. And so here's this quote from actor W.C. Fields. And just listen and then let me explain it, how it applies to the topic. That's what I mean. So if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, then quit. There's no point in being a damn fool about it. And I saw this and I started laughing because so often when we're dealing with the topic of trying something new or trying to have a breakthrough in our marriage, we, we almost get to the point where we're beating the dead horse. We just, we try, we try, we try, we try, we stop, we try, we try, we try, we try. And we don't ever just take a break. And yeah, we don't of, just quit and just go, just you know what? That doesn't work. And table it. And, and we've had this experience in our own marriage and we're going to, we're going to be sharing some of our bloopers and things like that. Uh, but before we do, we've got a hug that I want to share. Um, you guys know how much the iTunes ratings and reviews mean, not just to us, because that is a huge way to give us a hug, but how much they impact other people. When you take the time to, to do that, we're, we're humbled because you're impacting marriages around the world when you do that. So if you've not left us a rating, a review, head on over to iTunes and just let Mm -hmm. others know what you think of the show. Um, Here's one that we received. Scroll down on me. Bear with me for just a second. There it is. This one is called vital lessons for every couple must listen. And this gal wrote in, she said, truly a do not miss podcast. One podcast was a divine find for me during a time of real struggle in my marriage. Tony and Elisa's honest, unfiltered, and genuine discussions in each of their podcasts has been such a source of comfort and perspective that I cannot imagine being without now. Their topic choices and words of advice or perspective are current for our time and the struggles in today's marriages. Not only do they share their advice, but they truly live it, and it shows through their open discussions during each podcast. This is not a this is what you should do lecture or sermon on unattainable flowery romance with your spouse. It's about real life and all the junk that goes with it. 
dirty laundry, kids crying, feeling unattractive, etc. Tony and Lisa share simple ways to make changes within yourself that in turn greatly affect your marriage and your spouse's life in such a positive way. I cannot say enough how much their open and candid discussions have improved my perspective on, as they say, sex, love, and commitment. As a working woman, wife, and mother of three, I truly enjoyed each episode and have been impacted by each one as well. Thank thank you, you. Tony and Elisa. Well, thank you. Wow. That's so awesome. And what was said there, you know, it's true. You know, we come here just blazing, letting you know what's happening with us, what's happening with this one family, hitting on these tough topics that so many are scared to discuss openly and honestly, just like what we're going to talk about today. We're talking about blowjobs, specifically that. We've talked about oral sex, but today, again, it's one of those times we get emails like in batches, like out of nowhere, all of a sudden we'll get boom, 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 boom. It's, a, it's almost like secession. People are just asking about a topic, and that's where this one's come from. You know, We have a, a listener who has written in asking about blowjobs in some specific areas, which Elisa will get to here shortly. And we're going to share. We're going to share from our own life to hopefully help you attain something in your marriage, attain that blowjob that works for you and you in for you and your spouse and in your marriage. Now the email that came in, the one that, that we brought into this specific episode um, reads as follows. Any helpful tips or resources for my following question would be great. I've asked about four or five of my Christian friends the same question. All of them can do it. So now I'm starting to feel like a failure. It's something I really want to be able to do for my husband. Are you able to give your husband a complete blowjob? Make him come? Yeah, we're trying to grow in this area. I want to be able to get him to come without ever having to have sex. But so far, no bueno. I can get him close, but can't seem to succeed. So if you have somewhat mastered this, some tips would be helpful position that works best for you so far, gagging. My husband's trying to help me. He's communicating. That's great right there. Or I try and do this and that, which we've never done before, talked while trying, but we can't seem to bridge the gap between almost and all the way. We've been married for a long time and I totally suck at this. Pun not intended. <laughs> love it. Which, you know, we love, we love the puns. What we do Let's lends, laugh. Itself, Let's have fun. lends itself to puns and, and, you know, there's so many layers to this email and, you know, I've shared our personal journey on blowjobs in the past, but for those of you that are new listeners or haven't heard that particular show, um, I have not for most of our marriage been very comfortable performing oral sex on Tony. I I haven't enjoyed it. Um, the question here, have I ever made him come to the point of ejaculating in my mouth? It's happened. We, you know, as we're preparing for the show, we're like, how many times has that happened? I think it's happened once, mm-hmm. maybe twice. Once I can, I, I can once for sure. I remember the once, so I don't know if it, it was obviously it was memorable. Yes. Um, but you know, we had to, we had to define what that looked like in our marriage because for me, that feeling in my throat is not, you know, she says no bueno in her email. That's how I feel. No bueno. Yeah. It was, it was the gagging. I, I instantly went to gagging and I will tell you that gagging during sex, not the most romantic mood inducing sound. Yeah. That, that pretty much ended it there. 
you know, and so, so for us, we've, you know, we've spent a significant amount of time working on this. And it kind of goes back to that quote at the opening of the show early on in our marriage, I had zero interest. And so, to, you know, I, I shared in a webinar that I did recently. Um, it was kind of like a birthday Christmas gift for Tony. So twice a year, you know, June and December, he'd get his blowjob and, you know, I'd be good for another year. And then as we really started to, through the 60 days of sex and through doing our seven days of sex challenges and things like that, really started to explore each other. And the intimacy lifestyle. And the, you know, as we started to do that, then it became part of something that I actually wanted to do. Very much like this listener wrote in and says, I want to be able to do this. So as we're doing that, it's only been in probably the last six months that we've even found a position that I've been comfortable in. Uh-huh. And, you know, what I will say as far as positions is you just have to experiment, you know, try, you know, sitting down, try different positions in, in laying in a horizontal position, you know, just play around with your bodies because what position might work for me might be completely uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's why we talk about, you know, when we do talk about positions, you know, it's, it, that's all experimental. Right. And for Elisa, one of the biggest problems was the sort of it, the submissive down on her knees, me standing. Yeah. That didn't work for me at all. For her, it's 69. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that works for her. Now I'm going to just take us back to that point where we were experimenting. Wow. <clears throat> Sorry. Where we were experimenting with, okay, blow jobs and to completion, mm-hmm. ejaculation. And, you know, I think many of us guys that we have this sort of this, this mind that goes, wow, you know, if my wife can do that, it, it just would be amazing. You, you know, I, I know for myself, a lot of that came from my porn days. You know, a lot of that came from that, those images. And as I sat down and we were going through that and she, and she did take it. I was like, you know what? That's, it's not her. It's not honoring my wife. And I remember just going, "Mm, no, this just isn't going to work. Um, you know, in the moment you're sort of sitting there going, wow, that's pretty cool, you know? But at the same time, I'm going, this isn't something I want to continue on with because it's, there's no gratification for her. And, you know, I mean, it took us a while to get to that point Mm -hmm. because for those of you that don't know, pornography was a factor in our marriage. The first eight years, eight years, 10 years that we were married. I remember. Where are we? Eight. Eight. <laughs> like, uh, no, it had to be 10. Okay. Of, because of Alex. Oh. Um, you know, so the first 10 years of our marriage, we had pornography as a factor in our sex life. So that impacted us on a lot of different levels. And, and one of these ways is, you know, the blowjob and, and just, you know, his perception of it, my perception of it. And what I would encourage this wife to do is one, you guys need to talk about what completion really means to the two of you and what you hope to would be able to achieve. Because just like Tony, you know, now we're at a point in our marriage where 
you know, he's happy for me to give him a blowjob, but I don't get him to the point where he's going to ejaculate. Mm -hmm. We save that for intercourse. Right. And I want to even address your question there that you've tried and your husband has helped you. Honestly, the, the time that it did happen, it, it really, I mean, it took a lot of mental energy on my behalf to even get there. Now, it, it, it just, there is a lot for me to be completely and utterly in that moment to be able to ejaculate via blowjob. I mean, a lot of intense, like driven emotion has to be there. So, you know, that is something to just think about as a guy. You know, if you guys are wanting to try and you're and you want to go to that point, by all means, try it. Hey, it may be something you two really enjoy doing, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Again, it's in your bedroom. It's whatever happens between the two of you, that's what matters. As long as you two are okay with it. For him, though, it it may mean he really needs to focus in. You know really focusing in on you, you know, focusing in on you the moment that is happening. And maybe that talking to you is disrupting that. Because he's having to concentrate on the conversation and mm-hmm. he can't fully, fully, <laughs> fully be in the zone. Right. And, and and I'm just saying the time that we were able to get to that point, I just remember it was, um, it was me focusing. Okay. I remember, I remember you were being uh, vocal, which oh, yes. is which okay, is vocal. a yes, which is a turn on for me. Uh, it, it just is when Elisa is vocal um, through moaning and groaning and and those sort of things. That that is a huge turn on for me, and I remember just having to just really focus in on that. So it may not be you as the wife. You know, it's not solely you. It's it's both of you are in your bedroom doing this. And so that's something to talk about. You know, what are those things that turn him on that may help him ejaculate? Mm -hmm. You know, is it, I mean, I think now, um, especially since we've experimented with each other so much, knowing that Elisa enjoys oral sex and we get into that 69 position, I I think it would be easier. I I would still have to focus in on that a lot to go, okay, this is what we're going to do. Knowing that Elisa doesn't like it. Hey, that's where you become a servant lover. It's just like, Hey, she doesn't enjoy it. I'm not going to force that upon her. It's, it's okay. Well, I think, you know, the special thing that this couple has going for them is that because they have been communicating, she has a good idea of what works. Yeah. Yeah, and what he does like. And there may be more that they need to uncover in that. But because of that, she could potentially free him up to be fully mentally engaged in the action and not have to guide her along because he's already been given her that instruction. Correct. And so that might be a place where they can go and Vocalizing, though. Again, I think Mm -hmm. for, for a lot of guys that I've talked to, vocalization is something that turns us on. And that is a helpful way to get your man riled up. Mm -hmm. 
I know in our marriage, typically vocalization happens when the kids aren't here. You know, that's it, a podcast for another day. Yeah. We can go into that. We'll, but go, we'll go into that one in more detail. Yeah, but I'm just saying that could yeah. be that could be something to talk about that you guys haven't discussed or thought about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know when it comes to the act of completion in terms of swallowing, taking mm-hmm. the ejaculation, the semen into your mouth, you need to you know, experiment with that as well, mm-hmm. because you know how far how far are you comfortable going? You know, as the wife, if that's not something that you're comfortable with, like for me, like I said, it causes the gag reflex to kick into overdrive, then you need to be able to share that with your husband and say, like, I can go this far, like I can get you all the way to the point, but you know, you're going to have to um, ejaculate on a towel or on my body, but not in my mouth. Another option, we were doing some research for this on Amazon. And if you do purchase anything through Amazon, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon and be it a prime member or just an Amazon shopper, you know, a small portion of what you buy, we get a little affiliate commission for that. So we always thank you. And that's a, that's a wonderful way that you can support one extraordinary marriage just by shopping for whatever you want. You know, in this instance, they do make oral condoms, flavored condoms, flavored. Now we'd never tried any. So we're not going to give you any suggestions mm-hmm. on what to purchase, what to buy. What I will tell you, though, through research that I did, most of the folks that were using these flavored ones say the flavor tastes nasty. Some of them taste okay, just depending on which one it is. And thirdly, it goes away quickly. So that's just something to think about. But if you guys are in agreement where you want both of you want to have your husband ejaculate, but you as a wife don't enjoy that feeling in your mouth, a condom may be the way to go. Again, check out Amazon. It's a great way to, to uh, shop you know, together you know, and look at things. So oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. And, and that discussion is vital. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole topic about what it means and what it looks like in your marriage. This is a conversation to have when you're not in your bedroom getting ready to have sex or you know, you're know you getting ready to give your husband a blowjob. It's better to have this conversation maybe when you're sitting in your backyard and the kids are in bed and you're just, the two of you are talking or you're sitting, you know, walking, holding hands and just out the two of you where you can just have this conversation and, and really just kind of explore what it means. So the next time that you're in the bedroom, You've talked about this mm-hmm. and maybe for some of you, you're trying so hard and you've got so much anticipation and build up into, will I be able to, or won't I be able to, or, you know, am I going to feel like a failure if it doesn't happen this time that some of you, so you just need to quit for a little while. Mm-hmm. You just need to take a time out because you're putting so much energy into the expectation that you can't enjoy the moment that you're, you're all wrapped up in what the outcome is going to be, that the process is completely overlooked. Because whether it's a blowjob or you're having sex or you know, you're performing oral sex on her, the ultimate goal is enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Not to walk away from this encounter going, well, I stink at this. Or she said, I suck at this. 
you know, you don't want to walk away from an encounter with your spouse feeling like that. Mm-hmm. Instead, say to yourself, you know what? Wow, that didn't work today. Uh, let's talk about it after and say, well, okay, let's figure out what did work. And where where was there a hiccup? Right. You know, what do you think we could try differently next time? What are you willing to try? Like I said a few minutes ago, it might be that you're willing to have your husband come on you or come in a towel. You're still bringing him to ejaculation. You just don't have it in your mouth. We've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, I get him right up to the very edge. And then he pulls out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that Tony's respect of me and what I'm comfortable with, which goes back to what we share with you guys all the time. You only go as far as your most conservative spouse. His respect of me and my guardrails goes a huge way in fostering the intimacy in our marriage because I know he's never going to surprise me. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm going to be like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, and giving blowjobs, I mean, overall, I mean, it is such a trust. I mean, I think oral sex in general is just such a trusting, and it's something that's, honestly, it's just not talked about. As adults, married adults, it's just not talked about. It's like, it it, it blows my mind that we got to, you know, we're searching for this stuff, but in the stuff that we're finding is, is like, oh my gosh, give your man, you know, the best blowjob ever. And it's just so like junky. It, it's honestly. Are you talking I, about the tabloids with the 10 best ways to give your husband yeah, a, your I man mean, a blowjob? I mean, because I do research on some of this stuff and I just even read just descriptions in Amazon and of books talking about this. I'm just going, like, what fairy tale land are you living in? Like, really? Like, where are you living? Because in my household and in my marriage, I've never seen that. And the people I talk to, I've never seen that. So I, I don't know what fairy tale land they're living in and God bless them wherever they are. But you know, for the, for the majority of people, it, it's, it's an act that's not talked about often per, period. It's not talked about in, in the marriage, you know, sort of half heartedly. Um, so l- let's discuss it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's figure it out. Again, it, it, it some of this goes back to the good girl, you know, like good girls aren't going to give blowjobs, you know, no, it, that's not the case. You know, you're in a relationship with your spouse, you know, that is a label that has been put upon you that you continue to put upon yourself. And the, the very act of it. When you're doing it with your spouse and it's in a, a caring environment can be absolutely mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It really can. And, and I give this couple a lot of credit. I mean, I, I love the enthusiasm in it. Oh, yes. The the encouragement of this couple of the husband being like, yes, there, try this and her being able to go, okay, yeah, I'm getting it. But we're just missing that one little, that last piece. Right. And, and so for the wife, I want to encourage her first off that it, you're, you're not alone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Elise and I even read that and we're like, are all your friends telling the truth? That, that always just sort of grabs me. 
And secondly, you guys will get there. Uh You guys will get there. It will come to a point where the heightened, you know, sexual intensity between the two of you reaches that point. It may be one of those things. Here's here's a great suggestion that many of us can use sometimes. Abstinence. I mean, at least I talk about the intimacy lifestyle. And many of you do the intimacy lifestyle. Many of you do the seven days of sex challenge to get that spark going. For those of you, though, who have been implementing it and implementing it and been doing it and using it, and now you're trying to do something new, something different, and it's not working, abstinence at this point in time may be something that helps heighten and allows him to get to ejaculation. Mm-hmm. You know, because now you have that sexual buildup and tension. And for guys, it's a release, right? So if you put, say, hey, we're not going to have sex for 7, 10, 14 days. We're going to just romance on each other. We're just going to spice up our marriage in different ways. You know, we're going to touch each other. This is all part of our plan to get to that point where you have heightened sexual pleasure. I, I'm. You guys can't see it. I've got this enormous grin on my face because since we started the intimacy lifestyle, I honestly don't know what Tony would be like if he had to go 14 days without having sex. Right. Well, I'm not saying I have to do it. <laughs> I think Tony would explode if I touched him on the shoulder if it had been 14 days without right, having but, sex. But, but you see what I'm saying though. Absolutely. It, if we were to wait 14 days and, and we're trying to get to this point, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to as a couple to have a blowjob with ejaculation as considering this completion right. in your mouth, if we were to wait 14 days, do you think it would happen? Yes. Yes. Because yes. of the, just the sexual heightenedness in our, in, in me, you know, in me that, that release. Okay. I, I need to release. It would happen. So that's something to, to consider. And you know, the other thing that comes across in this message, just as we're you know starting to wrap this up is, this is a couple that is actively working on their sex life. Yeah. Like, like I want you, I want you all to understand that this is not a couple that's having sex, you know, once a year and, and trying to figure out how to make this work. Right. And you know, therein lies the difference in that when the two of you are trying to make something work and reaching out, she reached out and sent an email mm-hmm. saying, uh, okay, why is this not working and how do we make this better? That's huge to say we want, we desire this form of intimacy in our marriage. We're working at it. We're actively engaged with one another to make it better. We're not, you know, doing, you know, singular research or anything like that. And, and, you know, like Tony said, it's going to happen for them. Mm -hmm. There's no timetable for this type of thing. You know, at at some point in time, you know, the two of you will be able to relax enough. The arousal will be high enough and it'll happen. And you may have to, you know, like Tony said, you may have to, to do abstinence. You may have to actually like WC field said at the beginning, take, quit, take a break for a while, you know, just engage in what you know works and how it works and, and just be in that space, enjoying each other. You know, it's, it's a beautiful gift and it's something that the two of you can do. But I do want to say as, you know, kind of one last little tip here is don't badger each other about it. And that's not happening in this marriage, but it could be happening in yours. Mm-hmm. One or the other. And maybe it's not a blowjob. Maybe it's something else sexually. Don't badger your spouse. Don't nag them. Don't harass them. 
you know, sex is a gift between the two of you. And, you know, we're not born knowing how to do all of these things sexually. And you have seasons. There are seasons in our marriage where, you know, certain positions, and some of them can be pretty darn boring, missionary. But that's a season of where we are sexually. You know, and we we try and do more than anything is just enjoy where we are. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy it. Because honestly, there's no closer way to be with your spouse. There just isn't. There's that there's that emotional and that sexual charge that all just comes together right there. And it's only for the two of you. It's only for the two of you. And so, gosh, for blowjobs, I mean, go out there. Try. You know, whatever you two deem successful, that's success. That is success. And don't let anybody don't let anybody tell you differently. Don't let your friends, you know, say, well, we can do it and you can't. You know what? It's okay. Keep working at it. Keep having fun. Keep talking, you know. And most of all, just cut yourself some slack. <laughs> really, cut yourself some slack and um, and just see what happens. So for that, you guys, we love you. Big topic today. One that we hope you'll be able to just think about in your own marriage and possibly use when you try and give and receive a blowjob in your marriage. Have a fantastic week, you guys. Love you.